everybody. Welcome to episode 60. 60. Of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film. I am one of your hosts, Sashia Dumont. I'm another host, Paul Pitching a Tent Robinson. <laughs> That's not a euphemism. We literally pitched a tent today. <laughs> In more ways than one. <laughs> okay. All right. So um, <laughs> welcome to this episode. I think for starters that you might need to uh, perhaps mm-hmm. offer an apology to... Yeah. So last week, all right, so here's the thing, right? Someone I bought, got a little uppity. I bought some lights from Abel City, bought some Quasar mm-hmm. Science lights, which I liked the lights. Yeah, we did all that. Yep. Um, so I had fo- two four-footers, and I exchanged them for four two-footers. And I was like, what is with this return policy? 25%. Psh, it's hogwash. That's what I said. <laughs> but that didn't, it turns Somebody out. Somebody got his britches in a twist It turns over out it. that not only did that not apply to me, because that was only for broken or, you know, stuff or whatever. Um, it, they also, because I bought four instead of two, they also gave me a little bit of a discount. So, so. Able Cine is still cool. <laughs> so I got a little uppity last week about it because I thought that was really high. But nobody was answering me, so I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. But um, but they that does not apply for new purchases. And they let me return it just to exchange out for new lights and was, wasn't a problem. Perfection. Yeah. That's how you do business there. Yeah, the thing, the thing, that's the, the thing with Able City that I don't understand is if I want to rent something, here's your compliment, and I'm no, taking it. No, back. it's it, it's not a bad thing. I just don't understand it. Is that if I go to like um, Lens Rental or Borrow Lenses or Kit Split or whatever, and I want to rent something, the price is right there. This is your 3D price. This is your weekly price. But Able City doesn't have prices listed. You have to contact them for prices. Hmm. So. It makes it more difficult to kind of, um, if you want to rent gear, to kind of just make like a list of whatever, like quickly, you know. Obviously, you can, the good thing about that is that no price is set in stone and they may help you out if you have a a smaller budget or whatever. So there may be give and take to that. Maybe that's why they do it. It's like a sliding scale or something. Which I I wouldn't be opposed to. How much are these lenses? How much you got? Yeah. How much are these lenses? How much you got? How much you got? (laughs) Um. So, yeah, I may have jumped the gun on that complaining. But anyway, uh, it all worked out. I got the four two-foot quasars, threw them inside of a Kino bank shell, um, and, uh, yeah, up and running. So now I'm, I'm going to build a dimmer today for the second time. Jesus Christ, let's talk about that. The first time I, I blew out a uh, uh, popped fuse. A, popped a fuse, yeah. Yeah. So He sat with his electrical tape and pulling and pulling and yeah. setting and popping holes and doing all this. And he's like, all right, let's see how this works. Yeah. I was like, that's how it works. Yeah. Uh, Fun. Does Fun that times. socket still work? Please tell me that you didn't just blow that whole thing yeah. out. Um, and so now you're having to build a second one because apparently this is not something I think I see. I see marketing in your future mm-hmm. with with these things. Perhaps you should build a few and sell them. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, so here's the thing with the Quasar lights. As much as I love them, there's not some kind of like off the shelf dimmer you can get. Yeah. So. Only because I have the ones that have the ground in the plug. You can buy ones. You can buy um, the the plug adapters that only have the two prongs mm-hmm. and not the third one. That's the ground. Um, and, and that has a dimmer? And then you could buy an off-the-shelf dimmer okay. to use for that. But I just prefer the ground on a light. You know, it's just, I don't know, I feel safer with it. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're dealing. And I have four of them, you know. So if it was like one light, maybe it wouldn't be a big deal. But I'm going to have to buy a power strip. <laughs> this fucking... Things, <laughs> yeah, fucking power strips. Um, oh my god! So, uh, 
yeah, I don't know. I just feel safer having the ground wire. Anyway, so that leaves me with only being able to build the dimmer. And I think there may be some DMX dimmers that work with it, but they're too expensive. I'm not buying that, like $1,000 or a couple hundred dollars or whatever. When I can A DMX buy, dimmer? Yeah. Does it give it to you? Yeah. It gives, <laughs> it's going to give it. DMX dimmer's going to give it to you. I had to. Yeah. Um, I'm at that, I'm at the mom age, you know, where those mm, things come naturally. <laughs> yeah. So I'll post pics to that stuff. I got to start posting more pictures of stuff. It's just been so busy with this film. I haven't been able to do much. The, you know, you know, when we started pre-production for this via February-ish, mm-hmm. we're like, oh my God, we have so much time. Yeah. This is too much time. Why are we starting this so early? Because you even said, why are we casting so early? It's too early. And I'm like, I want it out of the way, man. I want it out of the way. I want to know who the cast is. I don't want to deal with this later. And now we are just about a month away almost. Yeah. Not far off. We're like five weeks away. And I feel so underprepared. Don't say that. I mean, I'm more prepared than I've ever been. But, you know, you always have that feeling of it. We're five weeks away. And now it's like, so I'm trying to schedule out things that still need to be done. Mm Mm-hmm. And then every so often I'm like, oh, let's fit in like a lunch with this person. And then I'm looking at the calendar and I'm like, oh, there's literally no friggin' place to put that plan because yeah. we don't have space for that. Yeah. So that's getting a little bit completely terrifying for me. Um, yeah. So yeah. I just need to like keep my daily meditations, keep mm-hmm. my immune system in check. Yep. Because it's going to try to kill me and I just know it. There's, It's the little things that you don't think of on set like plates, yeah. right? That well, sounds when, like when stupid. You're, when but you're like, filming for, you know, we've never been on location for five days. For five days straight. Yeah. So, and, you know, it's like I started thinking about it. I'm like, okay, wait a minute. So we have um, 10 people mm-hmm. to feed. Yes. Not in the morning. We have less. Yeah. But 10 people to feed for lunch and dinner. And then you think of doing that for well, four to five good, days. What, uh, eight, seven people to fill, to feed in for breakfast, right? Uh, no. Uh, what is there, five? Well, six, including us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't really, I guess, include myself, but, yeah. you know, it's whatever. It's six and then goes to 10 um, when we have the, the rest of the cast and crew coming in. And um, I just kind of started calculating things. I'm like, Jesus, like, we're up there in the, you know, at this farmhouse and how quickly is the garbage going to start to pile up mm-hmm. if we have X amount of days worth of paper plates yeah. that keeps, st- you know, throwing the garbage, you know, it's like, what the hell are we going to do with all this? So I was like, all right, I have to start thinking about, I don't know why I don't like using dishes when I rent places out. Oh, not, like like I think, yeah. not that I think they're dirty, but I'm like, someone breaks that plate or yeah. something. So I had to go out and buy melamine, I think it's melamine is pronounced mm-hmm. plates, um, to just be able to like wash off for breakfast. So it's like less yeah. crap, you know, to have yeah. to throw out. I'm trying to be a little bit earth friendly yeah. <laughs> and not have all this paper that we're chucking or plastic. And so that it's like those kinds of things that you don't really think of. Mm-hmm. That I was like, I got to get like plates and bowls and all of that. And it adds up, yeah. which is fun. Yeah. It doesn't sound fun. No. Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah. But yeah, so those are the boring purchases. But yeah. when you're buying, like, oh, we need some flags or sea uh, well, stands, those are more fun. Speaking of purchases, um, we've decided to, or I should say, I decided because I am a little bit, a little bit, completely terrified of ticks. <laughs> and when we were at the location ticks last are no time, joke. they're not. We were at the location last time. It took all of, I think, I walked. 
maybe seven feet from the porch to the side of the house where we were trying to get a shot. Mm -hmm. And I felt something on my leg and there was a massive tick just crawling right up my leg, just no, yeah, yeah. no probs. And it, it was literally six feet off from the house. So I was like, okay, we have a scene where, and we, I have spoken about this before on the mm -hmm. show, um, a scene where everyone is kind of like in the grass and there for quite some time. And as cool as that looks, right? Nature, grass, awesome. Mm -hmm. um, I just thought like, I'm not going to be, I'm going to be the whole time. I'm not really going to be comfortable because I'm going to be thinking there's ticks in my hair. Yeah. Like, what do you, do? you know, when you think of how tiny a deer tick is that crawls on your scalp, how long is it going to take before I find something yeah. like that in my hair? It's already been in there for yeah. several days. Um, so I thought, okay, I think this scene would actually, not only will it be safer, obviously, mm -hmm. with a tent, but that it actually worked for the scene better yeah. than on the ground sans tent. Yeah. So that was... Um, that was something that we just decided like, you know what, this is going to be better. People are going to be able to be more comfortable in that role because they're not worried about whether they're going to develop a goddamn <laughs> <laughs> immunological disease or yeah. something. Um, but yay, let's add to the uh, budget because yeah. the tent was like a buck 50. It's an 11 person tent. Uh, maybe if it like, you know, uh, you're being held hostage, you can maybe get 11 people in that yeah. tent. Like, to sleep. If you literally laid next to each other, yeah, you could probably fit a little. Yeah, people, just but, like dominoes. Yeah, that. Yeah, but comfortably, Every, everybody snuggle push up. It. <laughs> I wouldn't push it past like six to eight, eight yeah. tops. Yeah. I just would not go past eight. But it's a it's a good size. Well, tent. we're gonna have eight people in there. So yeah, yeah, we are. No, but I'm saying to sleep, like yeah. laying around and stuff. But um, we had a little bit of uh, how many filmmakers does it take to pitch a tent moment there. Yeah. <laughs> Where the hell does this go? <laughs> well, I, I will say, though, you know, being someone who used to go camping when I was young, I've slept in tents, you know, in the woods and yeah, stuff. I don't do that. I mean, it was more glamping because we had the um, we had an actual camper with, like, you know, running water and, yeah. and beds and stuff. But it was a campgrounds. Uh, but, yeah, we, we would always, like, pitch tents. And there'd be sections of the of the, the campgrounds that would be just for tents only. Mm -hmm. And so we would, you know, go do that for a night because you're trying to be, you know, independent because we were young. <laughs> but the ingenuity that tents have these days is so much like you don't have to connect poles really no. or anything. Everything like at least the one we bought and it wasn't that expensive as far as tents go. I don't think you know you kind of just like spread it out and then it opens up. Everything's like a pop up connected. Yeah, yeah. There's so just a couple awesome. things that you have to connect other than having to like fit the rods and then you know ugh, I couldn't. Yeah, I I thought it was going to be instant tent a lot more difficult. I got a little bit overwhelmed just because like when it comes out of the, it's just like this big mess of fabric, yeah. you know, and you're like, how is this ever going to make sense? Yeah. <laughs> but it, uh, it, it came together nicely. Yeah. And, um, but so, so we can officially say that this film is intense. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> just, sometimes yeah. Mr. Robinson, sometimes yeah. I just wonder about you. It's a good thing you're, you're cute. Yeah. So, um, there, well, here, here was the whole point of pitching the tent mm -hmm. was to see how how long it was going to take us. Yes. How stupid are we? Mm -hmm. <laughs> We're trying to figure that out. We wanted a an actual definitive number for that uh, from one to ten. How stupid are we? And then to see weather wise what was going on in there. Two hours surprise. Yeah. Well, yeah, also lighting. To our surprise, it was a lot hotter in there than we thought it was yeah. going to be. Even when you do all the unzippies on the little windows, it was like shit. Yeah. 
it's hot in here. So that was something that we now know, okay, wherever we set this tent, it's going to have to be in the shade. Because we were thinking like, oh, it has the little roof on it mm-hmm. and it'll be cooler, right? Because you're creating shade. Not so. No, it just magnifies the light. It but just it's, makes uh, it, it hotter. It will be hopefully a little bit cooler than in a, in a month or five weeks or so than it will be now. But, you know, I'd rather it be even more cool in the yeah. shade, you know, <clears throat> especially when you have six people in there. Yeah, because it's just that. If it's... If it's or eight people in there. Really. If it's just comfortable enough um, with us testing it out, now we have to put six more bodies into that. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot more heat going around, and these are just things that you don't want to figure out the day that you're shooting. Yeah. So now we know. Okay, it gets kind of hot in there, and we have to adjust accordingly. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is, you know, so this is something that is is tricky on on the writing end of it because if the tent really ruined that scene i don't know what we would have done we would have done i mean i was prepared i i bought some very expensive uh tick and flea preventative it's like a bug it's from actually it's probably use anyway i'm I'm not uh, yeah I'll, i'll be drenched in it um we're not as sponsored by Wonderside at all, but they make a they can sponsor <laughs> they make a flea and tick spray that's supposed to be like completely safe for animals and people, and so it's it's quite pricey though. So um, I intended to just sort of saturate whatever um, grounds we were going to pick the day before to mm-hmm. like treat it and then spray it again mm-hmm. <laughs> right before we filmed, but that's not you know. A guarantee. I can carry. I can bring a tick on me from on the way in. I mean, that could still happen. Yeah. So there's there's no one hundred percent way for us to like. We don't have a guarantee. But if we can lessen that by having the tent and all that, I just think it's going to be a lot easier. So yes, we've decided we've decided to go the tent route. Yeah. But I really I I think it really works for whatever's happening in the scene, which I can't tell you. Yeah. So whatever it is, it's intense. Whatever it is, it's intense. <laughs> Good grief. Oh. You slay you sometimes, know. you know? <laughs> I kill me. Um, so shows. Shows, yes. Uh, we haven't really had too much time. We started The Boys. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, the creator, his first name escapes me. I just know the last name's Quipkey. Quipkey, yeah. <laughs> He's done a bunch of other... Quip-key. I've seen his name before. Well, it's him and a whole yeah, bunch yeah. of other people, but I think he, I think he's on every episode, maybe, or you know, yeah. d- dipped his toe into every, every one of them. But the directors, it's like a different director yeah, every episode. So, yeah. um, I'm not going to really get into everyone who's directed it. I think we're like four episodes yep. in, halfway like through. That. Um, so I felt like this show was either going to be entertaining or it was going to be basura. Um, yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I'm still interested in the story, so I do like it. It's not like the best thing I've ever seen, mm-hmm. you know. But it's a, the the writing is is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot like it's really like it's subtle comedy. They're not trying too hard to be funny. It just the the, the situations yeah. are funny, and then there's just like a little bit of a, a little wink, yeah, just like yeah. a little a little comedic mm-hmm. um, dropper in there of, yeah. of 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 that just adds to the moment, which which is nice. It's yeah. not like Ha ha fun. I mean, some of the stuff that happens, you're like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. It's not a children's show. No. It's very no. much uh, uh, adults, R rated. Yeah, yeah, there's nudity and there's graphic violence. And there should be a warning that there's feet. Yeah. And there's things happening to feet that shouldn't happen to feet. Yeah. I don't I think like that. That was feet. Tarantino's episode or something. Ugh. <laughs> 
I, I actually, of all the things that were happening in that show, and this happens in the trailer, so I'm not giving anything away, people literally exploding. Mm-hmm. Okay, so just think of all the meat and juices in a body exploding at warp speed. None of that phased me. But the second I saw a foot in a mouth. Yeah, you're out. Oh, I had to, you had to like actually <laughs> warn, you had to give me the, the green light because I had- clear. A pillow on my face, like just gagging, like, please make that stop. I don't know who wrote that in, but they're a horrible person. Yeah. And I hope they get diarrhea. Yeah. I mean, I think not for like a really long time, but at least for the day, I hope your day is ruined with diarrhea because that was terrible. I think, uh, I think the show looks good. They shot an anamorphic lenses. So that always helps in my opinion. Um, but the show looks good. You know, it's nothing groundbreaking, but it, it it's very, you know, it's, it it's like lit well, you know. Um, at the color grade, some of the colors they play with are, are nice in some of the scenes. Um, they play with some greens and oranges, um, uh, effectively. It's very much and, filmed um, like, to me, mm-hmm. like the way, like the flash and like some CW no, show I looks like to me. I, I, I mean, it, it, not for me, not by much. Yeah. Like feels, if this was feels, like on effects, I'd be like, yeah, I believe that this uh, is like an effects show no, or I something like that. I felt it was like a little that. more solid than that. Um, but either way. You know, it's competently made. You know, it's well made. Even the 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 graphics and the CG. I'm not. I'm just talking about like the way the great, like you say, like the grade and all that. To me, just looks like a like a a high budgeted CBS show or something Mm -hmm. like that. But then you get into the graphics and the CG for it. That is far better than anything you would see on regular television. But there's still like kind of right. We're only four episodes in, but there's not a lot of it. No, there's not. I think they smartly were like, all right. We can't spend a ton on it, mm-hmm. so let's pick our spots and, and do it well. So they did that well. And I think they also did um, – and this has been done before in shows, but I, I think they dealt with – it's one of the best, I think, um, examples of superhero aftermath. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, this is obviously like a, an extreme version of it. It's not like reality or whatever. You know, Spider-Man deals with, well, with it a little bit. Well, first of all, but, someone you know, may not know the premise of the show. Well, the premise of the show, I believe it's based on a, a comic book or, or a graphic novel. But the idea is that you have these superheroes and they're kind of like not really nice Assholes. people. <laughs> some of them are, some of them aren't, some of them Some of maybe, them have a conscience. Some, some of them, of them might be coming, may have a, an arc that makes yeah. them, who knows. Um, so that's kind of the idea. But then they're also involved in with this company that uses that as leverage to make money and you have movie deals and toys and, and, and all that stuff. So yeah, yeah, you have the whole marketing aspect of it. Which is totally what we would do to superheroes if they were a thing. Yeah. (laughs) We'd find a way to market them. I'm sure that, you know, they have a, so they have this, this ultimate group of superheroes called the seven and those seven are, you know, bankrolled by this huge company that then uses them to make movies and, and market and, and, and market them and, you know, paying for appearances and, you know, yeah. paying to protect cities and, and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, which would probably totally happen if it was uh, in, in real Feasible. life. Yeah. But uh, I think it's, you know, I mean, they've done similar things with like Watchmen and stuff where you kind of have these mm-hmm. edgy superheroes or whatever. But um, I'm interested to see where it goes uh, with, with everything because, um, you know, a show like this, you have, you don't really, I mean, I guess you sort of do, but you don't really have like a good guy that you follow, you sort of do. Yeah, because even the but, good guys sort of. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting to see what they'll do with that. Like if this is just an irreverent show and it's going to be irreverent or if they're going to have uh, an underlying kind of tone of like 
good versus evil or whatever, you know? So it'll be interesting to see where they go with that. Yeah. Cause, uh, Carl Urban. Who's great. He's, I, I'm a, you know, he's like the good guy, but not but, yeah. really. Yeah. <laughs> like, the good guy who probably you're has killed rooting people. For him. I think like the, the only like real, technically the only real good guy is, um, the Jack Quaid who plays. Well, even he Huey, is t- toeing the line son, a little bit. Son. Is, he's got, you know, he's not completely innocent, yeah. but he started out innocent, I guess is yeah. we could say that. So I'm interested to see how far they'll, the, 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 if if he if they corrupt him and they make it an irreverent show or what, I don't know. Hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's good though. It's it's fun, you know, fun take on the, and that all the superheroes kind of are, uh, they kind of resemble a, a popular superhero, you know, like yeah. Superman or Wonder There's Woman like or Aquaman, Aquaman or something like that. Yeah. Uh, the Flash, all that sort of stuff. So, although some of them, like I don't know who some that's of them supposed are just to like, be. Whatever. Yeah. There's like a, there's like one, you know. But then there's, but I didn't, I didn't know this either. So maybe it's a, a bit of a spoiler. But the according at the very beginning, they announced that there's like 200 of these people. Yeah, I didn't get that. I thought it was just no. There's them, more because how like, did they get the spot in for her? Right, because then uh, one of the guys retired. Right. So then they oh, had so auditions. She had, and, yeah, okay, and then yeah, she, yeah. you know. And whatever, um, and and the interesting thing about her is that you don't really see the full um, arc of her abilities mm-hmm. yet. You don't know what yeah. she's totally capable of. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would definitely recommend it's, it. Um, Aaron Moriarty, her character. Oh, Starlight. Yeah. 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 Who like looks like several different people. Yeah. And then sounds like Kristen Ritter. Yeah. It's so weird. Like I look at her face and I'm like, she looks like several people, <laughs> like all smashed into and one. And I love watching Kristen Ritter talk. She's just so fun to watch. Segway. Just so <laughs> off topic. And stuff. She's hilarious yeah. in interviews. Uh, anyway, so yeah, that's that's the boys. It's on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Solid man. I'm I'm digging it. I'm what interested you, to see who go, what, goes. What what is your take on this on like Disney's new little package? Disney's new little package. Yeah. What's that? They're like they're remaking bundle. everything. No. Oh, they're they're network. Mm. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll buy it. Why? It's literally nothing good in that. Well, you don't gonna, watch anything Disney. Well, they're going to have the Mandalorian's going to be on there, and then they're going to have a whole bunch of Marvel shows that, that are going to be on there. So I guess the Marvel shows, but like, what are you going to do with ESPN? I don't give a crap about ESPN. Yeah, but you're paying for that. It's all bundled in. Oh, I don't know. I just and want Hulu the, we already the have plus. It should be just Disney plus. I thought it was because they. I keep seeing it advertised and marketed as all three. Oh. So it's they may have because a that bundle it, it's the same own, price as Netflix for that and ESPN and Hulu. Oh, I'm like, well, well, we already Hulu, have Hulu. Well, having Hulu would be good if we can get both for you know, save a little bit of money. But ESPN, I don't, I don't really care about ESPN. Sports, sports. I'm barely a sports person. You're more than I'd like you to be. Yeah, but certainly less than you could be. Yeah, yeah. I don't watch sports in general, but I watch the Knicks, and that's that's it. Really, I follow basketball a little bit. Farts. Yeah. Um, um, so yeah, solid show. Definitely check it out. We said um, in unison. Yeah, I, I do like it. Mm-hmm. I thought like I'm not. I'm probably not going to like this, or like I didn't think I'd go. Oh, it's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, I'm, this is going to be terrible, or I'll like it, and yeah. I do like it. I'm. I'm still like, I want to know where it goes. Yeah, we've been behind. We're behind on a couple of shows because I've been like obsessively pushing through Veronica Mars. <sighs> 60 episodes, which I just finished season three. Look, I love her. Yeah. Like as a person, Mm -hmm. she's adorable and she's hilarious and I love her. But I think maybe this show would have been less painful if I'd watched it when it came out and it was still relevant. Yeah. 
but it's like going back into this like late 2000s. Yeah, 2004, 2005. Yeah. Is it that late? Yeah. It was I thought 2004 it was like 2007. to 2006, I think. It started in 2004. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, it's just, you know, it's like you're going back to like flip phones mm-hmm. and the internet suddenly being a cool thing. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't even, and, and they're in high school. So it's like, I just, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I like her. And there's some funny jokes. Like everyone in the world has been on that show. I will say that. Yeah. Uh, that seemed to be like the... Uh, just more noise. You just love the to make stomp, noise. The, the stepping stone um, in everyone's career. Well, no, no. The way, um, God damn it, what is it? Like NCIS and Law and Order mm-hmm. sort of has done that for, okay, I want to pick my wording here, has done that for more like A-list type serious actors. Like a lot of serious uh, actors have been on Law and Order. Mm-hmm. This show, Veronica Mars, was more of like where all of like the comedic like skit type actors kind of surfaced on a Uh couple serious actors Mm -hmm. that we see. They're all serious. I I don't mean serious. Like, you know, I mean like serious, like in like the type of films that they make. Yeah. Um, You know, you have law and order, which had like the Melissa Leo's and that, you know, those types of people. And then on Veronica Mars, you have Paul Rudd. Yeah. Like Paul Rudd and people that were in like more lighthearted stuff Mm -hmm. that this seemed to be the place that everybody got the guy from glow. Mm -hmm. Like he's one of the characters. So yeah, I don't know. I it's just like a show that's on in the background and only because she's adorbs. Yeah. Yeah, she makes a show if it wasn't for her. And it's funny to see like her comedic timing kind of like really pick up on season two and season three. She just kind of owns that character. So now that that's done, take a little bit of a break. And then there's the movie and then the new season. Kind of see yeah. where that goes. Well, I mean, I don't think she's the only good thing about it. like Tina Margarino is adorable. No, as well. everybody's great, but what I'm saying is the the lure like what keeps well, that she's show the main going. character, yeah. yeah. It. She but has she, to if be. she wasn't, if she was horrible, then I don't know if the the other act. They're as good as they are. I don't know if they're in it enough to to support the yeah, show. Yeah, but I think we could say that now because we're like, oh, it's Kristen Bell, mm-hmm. and we saw the Good Place, and we're a fan of her and stuff like that. But I think like at the time when nobody really knew who she was, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't watch it when it, I don't know it's, that it's totally a show that I would, I would have watched back then. Because I, you know, it's it's very similar to a lot of the shows that I used to watch, like the Buffy's and Roswell and all that crap, and and oh, so it's man. it's I kind don't of know. it's kind of like an evolution of that because those were like the late nineties. A lot of those shows, I it's was, that I was type on, of show. But, but I hold Buffy in quite a high regard. Yes. Like Buffy, well, Buffy is like the the gold standard of like procedural, fun teen high school shows. Yes, you know? yeah. Um, it's and pe- people have tried. You have Veronica Mars all the way up to iZombie. Have tried to do that like Monster of the Week <sighs> show, and nobody's really kind of cracked it. Buffy was yeah. iZombie's pretty good too. Ironically, from the same creator, Rob it Thomas. Is. It loves is. loves him a short blonde person who <laughs> solves crimes, <And> fights, yeah, <laughs> fights and does things. Um, yeah. So we've been watching that. So we haven't um, we haven't been able to watch a whole lot of other things. However. We finished Wentworth. Yeah. I'm not going to spoil Made this. Time for that. I'm not going to spoil this. We pretty much, when we re- recorded the last show, we were like four episodes in. Yeah. And then after we recorded that, we sat and binged and went through the whole thing. By the end of the next day, we had finished it. And um, so I don't want to spoil things, but oh my God. That ending was one of the craziest things I had questions that other people, there's a question that other people may have. Then you're like, oh my God. You have this question, and that question gets epically answered in a way, kind of, sort of, at the end. And you're like, oh, no. But it's just, um, it's this is a very emotional season. I I will just say that. 
Yeah. I will just say that. Um, a lot of shit goes down. A lot of shit goes down. And I felt it in my heart. Yeah. <laughs> And I, and I, it's, I, it's very, uh, it's very Game of Thrones, and it always has been. That's not a spoiler. Like, if you watch the show, you know that like people generally aren't safe. Yes. They get sent away or killed. Yeah, <laughs> you can get just, killed or, or released or yes. sent to another prison or yeah. like it's it's nobody is too precious, right? You know? Yeah. Um, so and that always keeps you. And that to me, just like Game Game of Thrones, especially early on, kind of always. The stakes are high mm-hmm. because your favorite character could be gone. Yeah, you know, um, and so yeah, there was just so much shit that went down this season. This was probably one of the better seasons I think yeah. from since what is this season five? seven seven? Oh yeah. my god! Wow. Yeah. I can't even. I don't even think of it in in seasons. Well, it's just thing. like it's when a, is the show coming back? I don't even care what season yeah. we're in. When is it coming and back? I know I touched on this last week, so I don't want to repeat it too much. But it's just like the story of this prison, and people come in, people die, people leave, people are still there. Like it's yeah. just, it's just the the writing on that. They're not afraid to do that. They're not no. afraid to kill somebody if the story calls for it, or or whatever. But every season, I mean, aside from like. Please just give us like a recap that that is the one yeah. complaint that I have. About but every show, every really, season though. is just it's so cohesive. It's like you pick right back up mm-hmm. and you continue. Yeah. Like once they finish, if it's like 10 seasons, you can like binge it all and it would be like flawless. Yeah. It would really go together well. God, I love that show. There's even callbacks this season to the first season, you know, so. Yeah. There and I, I know there's obviously they, they, they talk start about characters next from season. like the first couple seasons. And they start filming next season, I think. This fall, so um, that's like another so year good. before we know what's going on. That's so stressful. That's mm-hmm. like the one show I think I can I can confidently say that if someone said to me, "You've got one shot to be on a show," mm. yeah, like you, you get to be like a, a a decent decently main character, not a main main, but like you can get yeah, like supporting. you're gonna you're gonna have lines. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll see you more than once. You might some shit might go down. You might be responsible for it, and there's only one show that you can be on. It would be Wentworth for me mm-hmm. if that was the only thing that I did. Booma, Booma. It's like I just love, I love that show. Mm-hmm. It's so damn good, and I, you know, I think like so many people would pick like big, big budgeted, you know, just huge shows. It it doesn't need it's not that. A, yeah, it's it not doesn't a need budget, it. The writing and the actors are so good. Mm-hmm. That it doesn't need all that crap. Like it just does its job. Yeah, that's a dream. And they talk funny. <laughs> <laughs> they talk funny. They talk funny. I just, I just want to be on that show. Yeah. If anybody who has any connections to Wentworth, please help me. <laughs> all right, yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Listen, um, you don't have lines, but you're prisoner two hundred and twelve. You get to stand in the corner. I'll do it. Book <laughs> your, book your plane flight. I'm getting on my flight. I'm doing it. Let's do this. Get your passport and out and you're out I'll of be here. a laggy. Yeah. She lagged. Um, so, yes. So, uh, we're the <laughs> the next couple of weeks, yeah. you just kind of have to deal with us. Well, maybe. We've we've been trying to sort of get guests on, but it's, uh, it's always difficult with schedules. And it's summer, so everybody, they have shit going mm-hmm. on. And it's like, I have a life and I don't want to be on your stupid show. So... Um, it's not really a priority like the way it usually is to get as many guests on because we're in pre-production yeah. and there's just way too much going on. So we're actually kind of doing shorter episodes. Mm-hmm. And so we don't want to bring guests on and then kind of cut them off. You know, yeah. we'd rather wait until the film is done and then really start getting back into our guests. So you're kind of stuck with us for like the next month or so. Yeah. Sorry. We may um, sneak a guest in there. We somewhere. may sneak somebody in 
Here and there. Here and there. But um, before we wrap things up, there was uh, what came out. Oh, Something so, came out. Yeah. So as as everybody listening by now probably knows I'm a, a fan of Black Magic. You know, I own one of their cameras, but I'm also kind of a fan. Like, look, they're, everybody's like a company. The, like the practice? Yeah, the practice of Black Magic. <laughs> Um, that explains so much. You know, companies, are, it's all capitalist, right? And you can get into that whole argument. But as far as companies go, I feel like I always kind of dug them because they kind of had a different approach on stuff. They weren't mm-hmm. always out to make, you know, um, the biggest profit margins they could make, you know. Yeah. They had a different, to me, and I could be completely wrong and, and brainwashed by them, but to me, it always seemed like, well, you know, you take a camera company, like, how much can we charge for this camera? Mm-hmm. Where they're like, all right, if we're going to spend, if we're going to have a camera that costs five grand, how much crap can we put into this? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so they just released, so they recently released a, like a year ago or whatever it was, they released a pocket cinema camera 4K. So it's basically, they had a pocket cinema camera, which was popular. It was really small. This one is about the size of like a fairly big DSLR. It shoots 4K. It has Blackmagic RAW now. And it's it's actually really popular. A lot of people really like that camera. Um, Blackmagic, for some reason, their smaller cameras always do well because, first mm. of all, they cost nothing. You know, the yeah. camera's like 1200 bucks. you know, the 4K. So they recently just announced that they have upgraded... They have another version of it, which is the Pocket Cinema Camera 6K. Mm. So now, and so now the Pocket Cinema Camera 4K was Micro Four Thirds mount, which a lot of people didn't like because it's a smaller sensor and you can only use Micro Four Thirds lenses unless you got an adapter, which most people did that. They got a, an Everything adapter. Everything requires an adapter. Yeah. So <laughs> Everything the new, that comes the out has an adapter. Is the Pocket Cinema Camera 6K has 6K revo- resolution, obvi, and um, it's an EF mount. So now you can just throw your Canon lenses on there um, and they're charging $2,400 for it, which mm. is insane mm. a 6k camera that has basically the same sensor as the 4k but it's just bigger so you'll have better depth of field but the the um the dynamic range is the same which isn't horrible um you have a 6k resolution i think it does 6k up to 50 frames a second and does 4k up to maybe 120 i'm not 100 sure on that but it's it's a solid camera and i think it's gonna do really really well um now, it's not a camera that I would personally purchase because my camera, I, I really like the image quality from my camera. The cam- the sensor on my camera is actually a little bit bigger still, mm. even though it's technically Super 35 or Wait, whatever. Wait, so how much is this one? So this one is 2400 Okay. Just said that, by the way. <laughs> by the by. <laughs> by the by. Um, and I'm sorry because my brain inside went... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just kidding. Um, um, but now you're getting a 6K camera for $2,400. And not just like crappy one either it's got like yeah that's why i'm the, saying like that all the uh bells and like whistles that price. that have that the 4k has but now you have 6k and an ef mount so it seems like a nice transition camera right for someone who goes like i don't have six or seven grand to spend on a camera yeah, but i want something better than that, just a dslr they're gonna own the sub five thousand dollar camera you know what i mean yeah. like that's um because and and you get like a free da vinci license and you know you get raw footage i think it's 12 bit or 16 bit or something like that whatever it is um, you can shoot raw, you can shoot ProRes, although to shoot 6K, you have to shoot raw um, for whatever reason, I guess, you know, that's just how it is. But I think it's, uh, I think it's, I think what they're doing is, is great. I feel like they always kind of cornered the market for that price range of camera with yeah, quality. The, the people are very, like Red doesn't have reason, like, you know, a, a, a nice camera for about four thousand dollars. Right. You know what I mean. You're, you're getting spending, a used yeah, you're, camera you're, that they don't you're make. You're getting anymore. a really old red. Yeah. 
uh, that maybe someone might have dropped at one point. Well, that's it not, works, that's but not I dropped their it. market. They're not interested in yeah, that market. They're not. But I, I think that that's that that's kind of it's smart of Black Magic because mm-hmm. they they get to sort of corner that market and they get to get that fan base of people that are like, hey, when I needed a camera and I only had three thousand dollars, I knew that I could yep. always get a Black Magic camera. Yeah. Whereas, you know, red and, uh, you know, like red and Ari and stuff like that, like you, yeah, that's a different, you gotta, yeah. you know, you, you gotta have money to, to have those types yeah, or of cameras you're renting it, you know? or you're renting. Yeah. But it, the, those cameras were never in the realm of possibility for us because we never had an extra 12 or $15,000 to spend yeah. and up and on we, a camera. We shoot enough that if we were to rent, it would end up costing more mm-hmm. than if we just bought a camera, you know? So yeah. We just, you know, because not only do we shoot our films, I mean, this film is, you know, we've had uh, a lot more pre-production on this film, but generally, you know, we're shooting at least two major films a year and then a whole bunch of shit in between. Mm-hmm. You know, if there's a film fest or film fest, uh, film contest that is online, then, you know, we'll do that. We'll shoot that. that, And we just to be able to have to rent just to, to go shoot something when we want to is it's not cost. It's cost prohibitive for us. So we had to. Yeah. And then that. So that's where. And, and look, you know. We can sit here and debate what camera's better, but at the end of the day, none none of those cameras matter if you're not shooting, if you don't know what to do with them. And if you don't have good lenses. You're, right. Good lenses. So it's, 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 to me, it's, it's kind of, if, hey, look, if I had my choice, I'd be shooting on an Alexa, right? I mean, you know, we all, whatever, yeah. but, you know, we have what we have and then we make the best of it. So I think that people that don't want to just shoot on whatever they can afford to shoot on or whatever's available because they're trying to hold out for some bigger camera are probably um, maybe relying on that camera too much. Mm. You know, and hey, mm-hmm. if it's in your budget, then it's in your budget. More power to you. Um, I hope it works out well. I'm, I have no shade at people that can afford to b- buy or rent those cameras at all. I wish yeah, I was one of those people. When you're but, starting out, it yeah, just, it's think, unnecessary. Yeah, and I think that the way that I came up with this, the way that I came up in my career, you know, never having like a ton of money to buy cameras, it forced me to have to uh, do the best I can with everything else yeah, to make adapt. that good. Yeah. And I think that's, I think that's helpful for everybody, you know, to kind of have that approach of like a decade ago, it doesn't matter we what camera filming you have. on Home Depot construction lights yeah. that made the room feel like the surface of the sun. Yeah. Um, so shooting in the summer with a room full of people and three Home Depot lights with gels on them. That yeah. was as fancy as we got. Like we got some gels. The, gels. the gels would melt yep. and they'd warp and they'd look all weird and you'd have to throw them out. And so, yeah, I mean, yep. that that was but a decade ago that mm. that's that's what we were using to film. And now and everything DSLR is, you know. And, well, first you had your, your DVX. DVX 100B. That was a good camera. First we had that. But yeah, so it wasn't. You know, I don't know, maybe because if like someone in their early 20s, they're like, oh, 10 years ago, well, that, that was that was a lifetime ago for us. 10 mm. years ago really wasn't that long ago. Yeah. And so I think back on that and I think, oh, my God, if we would have been talking to ourselves, somebody that was in our position would be like, holy crap, they have like actual lights. OK, yeah. they have a camera, yeah, <laughs> like a real camera and real lights. It's just it's you have to prioritize your investments. Mm-hmm. Um. We could have easily taken way more vacations and yeah. done stuff like that and had a big old wedding when we got married. We literally didn't do those things. Yeah, whatever. we literally didn't do those things. It was like, okay, do we want to have a wedding or do we want to invest in? Because I think we bought um, the T3i shortly after we had our wedding party because we were thinking yeah. of 
upgrading. Yeah, and we shot Allegheny on that. You know, that that's that was just a matter of like, okay, do we want to have a party or do we want to get And that was the equipment? first, I think, first thing we had that was, yeah, we had that. And that was the first thing that we ever shot that had like any kind of decent depth of field, really. Yeah. Because I remember shooting. I think it still holds up. I Every so sure. often, I don't, I, I hate watching myself as, as most actors do, but every so often I'll just kind of go back to see like, where were we? Like, does this still look like it could be okay? Or mm-hmm. am I mortified by this imagery and story and all of that? And there's always those things that you're going to find that you don't really like. But um, I think that that's kind of always been a priority of ours was to how can we make this look as good as we can? So mm-hmm. that should be the goal. Yes. Work with what you got. Make it look the best. Because at yes. the end of the day, nobody's going to be like, I really was into the story, but because they shot on a, a 60, uh, it took me out. If the story's good, the, and the unless they really messed good, it up, yeah. I mean, the audio. If you good. shot on a six D, like with the lens cap on, <laughs> that's going to take me out. <laughs> yeah, I mean that you can make some pretty horrible mistakes. You mm-hmm. know that mm-hmm. that can pull people out quality wise, but that's just more of just not doing your research. But even like the Blackmagic Cinema Four K pocket camera, whatever, is cheaper than a six D. I think it's definitely cheaper than a five D. Um, so. Yeah, there's options out there. And it's if, definitely cheaper than one of the D's. Yeah, is what we're saying. Cheaper than a D or so. It's, it's one of those D's. All right. Yeah, we're so, rambling, so we must be at the end. We, we must be rambling at this point. It's that time. Yeah, we've hit the arc. Mm-hmm. Um. So shout outs, Reality Bomb Comic Cast, not up for Geekin, debate. Uh, not up for debate, and uh, Perry, who I think is probably still driving. He was driving mm-hmm. this morning, as per usual. Yeah. I picture him like that. Is it is it the Geico commercial where the guy's like half motorcycle? Oh, I don't know. I feel like Perry's like half car. He just does too much stuff. Like he's always doing something. He's always busy. He's just half car. He needs his, to, his bottom half is just re- wheels. <laughs> he, needs to re- he needs to relax and come over and hang. He needs to chillax. Um, yes. So shout outs to everybody. And then again to Gate and Simone, who's having his show mm. um, on the 16th. Mm-hmm. So if you are... Local in Westchester County, in somewhere. Westchester, and um, what's the town? It's Mamaroneck. Mamaroneck. So it's a night market um, with I think it's de- decadent ales. Is there's like a like a whole yeah. bunch of sponsors and There'll things that are working with I'll that. But so if it. you go to Eat Fresh Cake um, and Decadent Ales, you can see it's uh, it's it's night market. It's going to be a bunch of artists and it should be really cool. And they have like food trucks and stuff. So if you're local, food trucks, go food trucks, food. Go go support support the peeps mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. So that's next next. We'll remind you next week Friday. Well, no, it's next Friday. Yeah, we'll have a podcast next. Oh, is it this Friday? <laughs> yes, this next coming Friday. Oh, that's right. You do next and not this. Forgot how you do that. This has actually <laughs> caused arguments in our relationship, where I say, "Oh, so next Sunday," which and to you're me like, is like two Sundays from now because it's. N- not this Sunday. No, it's to next me, Sunday. it's the next yeah, Sunday yeah. that comes up. That's the next Sunday. What's the next Sunday coming up? Right. Oh, that next Sunday. But you're not saying, oh, the next. You're not the the is. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Well, next Sunday. I mean, that's just kind of that can mean any Sunday in the next forty seven thousand years. If you're saying no, next it's Sunday, not this Sunday, it's next Sunday. That's the way I look at it. I don't. Yeah, I love you. That's that's small town. That's, that's what we do in small towns. That's how we. You. That's how we do it. 
All right. Well, thank y'all for joining us. And, um, right. you know, I don't know what's happening next week. It's a, it's a crapshoot either yeah. way. Yeah. We don't know what's happening. We are very busy. We are uh, so, busy. so busy and trying to get everything together. So, yeah, we got we got stuff to do. We have mm-hmm. stuff to do. <laughs> but either way, we'll you'll hear from us next week. Yes, you will. Unfortunately for you. Bye. Bye. Bye.